Hey, winers, it's me, P. Welcome back to Adultish Wines, a sorta adultish podcast, a safe place to whine about all the things. No matter how big or small, we're whining about everything here. Family, friends, dating, mental health, trauma. Want to share your wines of the week? Send them into info at adultishwines.com or slide in my DMs at adultishwines. New episodes every Thirsty Thursday, and if you know what's good for you, make sure to subscribe to get notified of new episodes. Welcome back. This is episode 51, and I want to make a big deal about it because I forgot to make a big deal about episode 50 from last week. That's a huge milestone. Good fucking job, Paige. I'm so excited for myself. Pat myself on the back. Wee hoody hoodoo, all the things. Um, I've talked before about this, like, burnout that you can get or that I hear that a lot of podcasters get because you don't see results and da 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 and you stop you know there's like a 30 episode itch or something so we've done it we're at 51 today um so thanks for thanks for tuning in whiners love you guys 51 episodes hopefully a million more to go this is the second time I'm filming episode 51 last week um before my friend Jonathan Ellie was in town performing at the House of Blues, Cinco came and we recorded an episode. And honestly, it looked really cute. And I had my very tacky outfit on with my silver Renaissance Beyonce boots. Um, and because normally when I record, I look like this. It's just kind of my shtick. And I felt super cute. Hair and makeup, the whole nine. And I don't know. I just like, I haven't even re-listened to that episode. I just kind of don't like it. Like something is off-putting about it. So I decided to re-record and I didn't, Cinco's not here, it's just me. So also I think I kind of got very horny about the idea of like, I wanted to make sure like I could still do all the things by myself kind of thing. So typically Cinco gets here and this whole studio is pretty much set up for him and he handles like the, you know, how we record it into Adobe and the camera and like that sound kind of department making sure like the mic sound good and he can hear me well and da da da. And I just thought, fuck it, I'm going to try it myself. And so I could be recording this and maybe it's like not actually even recording on the film or on the Adobe. It looks good to me. I don't know. I, I don't see the green audio moving, but I did do a test and it looked fine. So anyway, here we are. Um, yeah, I'm just redoing episode 51. So not that you guys needed to do that, but I always like to take you behind the scenes. You know what I mean? So you can just really understand what's going through in my, in my mental, in my psyche. Oh, okay, whiners. You know, Adam and Eve is a sponsor of the pod, right? Why? Because we are pro sex toys here in Adultish Wines. Whether it's for solo play, partner play, a gift for friends. I mean, I can personally vouch for Adam and Eve. I've bought a sex toy or 20. Adam and Eve is giving adultish listeners a spanking deal. See what I did there? You get 50% off one item, three special bonus gifts, six free movies, and free shipping. Your privacy is a priority, so the shipping is discreet. Go to adamandeve.com to get 50% off one item, three free gifts, and six free movies, and don't forget about free shipping. Just go to adamandeve.com and enter code adultish at checkout. That's A-D-U-L-T-I-S-H at adamandeve.com. Full disclosure, this is, I'm filming this on a Sunday before volleyball. This is water in my wine glass because y'all, it is, I don't even know what the temperature is, probably in the hundreds because that's what it's been for like six weeks. I cannot be drinking on a volleyball day. So we are hydrating. So I think I mentioned a couple episodes ago that I had just gotten back from a trip to LA. And you know what? That's my fourth 
trip, I think, to L.A. in the year of 2023. And it's only eight months in. So, like, I think I'm good on L.A. Like, you guys are going to have to come to me. This is getting ridiculous. (laughs) Because if you think about it, like, L.A. isn't a vacation for me. L.A. is, like, going home. So, yes, it's fun. It's great to catch up with all my friends. Of course, I'm not saying that. But, like, I'm spending money on these flights to go to the same place all the time. So I'm going to start switching it up. I'm going to go somewhere new. Well, I kind of want to go to Cabo or Cancun again, and I've been to both. But, um, yeah, I want to just lay somewhere. Or I want to go to Europe. Um, I want to go to Montana to see my niece. Why am I talking in this accent? Because that's what my niece does, and that's what her and I do together. And so give me a second to get out of this. (laughs) You know what accent I've been talking into is... The Love Island UK accent. Oh my God, this is hard. I need to literally take a breath to get this accent gone. Go on, get. Okay. Nope, still there. Oh my God, it's like it becomes permanent sometimes. La 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 la. La 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 la. Okay. If you hear another accent come out, it is the Love Island UK accent. You guys, it is going to be here the whole episode. It's really hard. Okay, I've got to stop it. Oh my God. I sound like a country bumpkin. Um, I have been watching Love Island UK. And so if I start saying some of their lingo, like don't deep it, don't deep it too much. Or, um, you know, you're mugging me off. Like, obviously, it's from Love Island. I said that to my friend the other day. She's like, you just adopt accents. Like you just start talking like that, even though you're not from there. I'm like, yeah, 100%. So <laughs> um, that's a little bit about me. A little bit about me is um, I did a hot wing challenge. You know, the hot ones um, show, I think it's a YouTube show. I don't even think it's on TV. But uh, they do like the 10 like spicy wings and then with all these actors and comedians and they end up like crying and cussing and drinking milk and almost puking and all this stuff. So my work did a hot ones challenge. I don't know what prompted me to volunteer to sign up. I think that like in my head, I was like, okay, I love spicy. Like I've had a wing or 20, you know what I mean? I like a wing. Um, I put hot sauce on my salads. Like I put hot sauce on every bite of my taco bell. You know what I mean? Like I like hot sauce. So I signed up for it. I think I was the underdog. Eight of us competed. One person quit. Six people cried. I didn't quit. I didn't cry. I didn't even really feel affected after. Like when you got to like number six, I definitely I posted the tick. I posted like the footage. I did like a time lapse on my um, TikTok. If you want to go look at it, like you can definitely see I'm uncomfortable. It's spicy for sure. My eyes. I'm questioning my life. But afterwards, I didn't really feel much more than like a slight fever ish feeling. Like in my head, I felt very hot. Obviously, my body was kind of cold. And then it really subsided. I went out with my friend and we got a burger and a beer and um, just went on with my life. And I think that I was scared a little bit because people were saying like, oh, it's going to hit you afterwards. Like, honestly, like, of course, it's always TMI on adultish wines. Like, you're going to shit your pants. You're going to have the spiciest poops. Oh, my God. Your organs, your insides. Like, you're going to be fucked up. I never got fucked up. So... I don't know. It does, like, is that good? Is that a, like good on me? Or is that just like, what's wrong with you kind of thing? We may never know. Um, but anyway, that was kind of fun. We got a little trophy um, with like peppers on it. So it's at my desk. <laughs> kind of cute. Um, that's kind of 
it as far as fun updates. Dating's kind of on hold. Um, you know, I don't. I'm just like it was a few episodes ago. Like I just don't believe you. Um, I don't believe what you're saying. I'm not buying what you're selling. I'm not picking up what you're throwing down. I'm not hitting what you're pitching. I'm not doing it. I don't believe you. So my therapist reached out to me and said, um, you know, I have a prior engagement, which I told you about, like, we're not going to be able to have your scheduled appointment. Did you want to reschedule for a different time or just like skip it? And that's been happening for like the past couple of weeks. So I've been going like biweekly, I would say for maybe, I don't know, a month and a half or so. And I was like, oh, no, let's just do like, I'll see you like, we'll skip a week. You know what I mean? And then just so happens, shit goes down. I had an extreme, I'm very open about it, of course, as you all know, and I shared about it on my Instagram last week. I had like such bad anxiety last week. And I want to talk about it because, well, one, it's funny that like the one week that my therapist is like, we can't meet, I have an anxiety attack. Of course. I mean, that's how like the shit falls. What is it? That's how the cookie crumbles. That's how, yeah, the cookie crumbles. Also, then you start thinking about like, well, why am I having so much anxiety? Nothing happened. Like, why are you feeling this way? Like, relax, Paige, relax, relax, relax. And then you start getting, you know, worse. So in my therapy in the past few times, we've been working on my avoidance. I'm a big, fat avoider. Um, I don't like confrontation. I don't like to ruffle people's feathers. I don't like, I'd rather just like keep whatever's happened like in this like pretty little like Tupperware box, just like in the attic with like a pretty little bow on it. Like if it's fine, if it's not um, disrupting my everyday life, like I just don't need to deal with it right now. You know, like maybe at some point it will get figured out, but like it's no big deal. Whiners, you all know sometimes we whine about hard things on the pod and the stigma around mental health is one of them. That is why I'm so excited to tell you about my sponsor for the podcast, BetterHelp. There's no shame in the therapy game. You don't need to have a serious clinical mental health issue like depression or anxiety to go to therapy. You can just be a regular human with regular human-ish to figure out. Therapy can even help you with just everyday tools for everyday life. BetterHelp's mission is to make therapy more affordable and accessible. I know finding a therapist can be the most intimidating step of starting this journey. The benefit of BetterHelp is that it's online, remote, and you get matched with a professional therapist within days. Use the link in the description of this episode or go to betterhelp.com adultish. It's so easy, whiners, don't wait. And don't be scared. If you don't love the first therapist you're matched with, you can easily switch. That was one of the things I was worried about when finding my therapist. What if I tell my whole life story to one and end up needing to change, but then have to put in the work to finding one all over again? It's so easy with BetterHelp because you don't have to worry about insurances and what network they belong to, blah, blah, blah. So if you need an unbiased professional to vent to or whether you have anxiety, PTSD, depression, family issues, etc., I think BetterHelp is a great place to start. Click the link in the episode description or go to betterhelp.com slash adultish, A-D-U-L-T-I-S-H. Love you, whiners. So we've been working on my avoidance, and I'm telling you that because I think that played a part in my kind of anxiety attack this last week. I wouldn't, I don't know, maybe it's not an anxiety attack. I was on the verge of having an attack. I was able to bring myself down, which was nice, and I wanted to kind of share those like tips that I did for myself too. And just like, again, as usual, normalize the fact that like nothing has to actually be wrong for you to be feeling bad or upset or... um like how I I kept saying to myself, like, basically mine started, let me stop beating around the bush. Let me stop avoiding the, the topic here. So basically what happened was I was at work and I just 
noticed I was having a really hard time breathing. I could not take a deep breath. And then when you notice that, it's like, oh my God, what's wrong? What's happening? What is like everything okay? Are you having some intuition? Blah, 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 blah. There was also a lot of loud noises that day. I think there was like a drop off happening like next door to us. So there was like semi slamming doors and like just a lot of noises. I was being really caught off guard, I thought. And I just could not get, I could not kind of like calm my insides down. So then um, I ended up getting home and like really feeling like obviously I just needed to like relax and work this anxiety thing out. So I basically just like get in my comfiest sweats and I put Love Island UK on and I'm just like, you know, just trying to breathe. I was overall feeling fine except for the fact that I really did feel like an elephant was sitting on my chest and I was like, you know, taking deep breaths, deep breaths in and out, like trying to concentrate and it just wasn't helping. Um, my sister ended up, oh, I call, I called my sister earlier that day. So she called me back because I called her to check in on her mental state because her daughter, she just dropped her daughter off for college. I knew that she was having like obviously an emotional and hard time with that. So I called to check in on her earlier. She called me and she's like, what's wrong with you? And I was like, I'm having this un- unexplainable anxiety. I don't know what to do. I like just can't get out of it, you know? And, um, basically she was obviously great and just like helping me through it. And I was like, there's just no, no explanation. I should not be having this anxiety. Everything's going fine. I'm happy. Like I'm all this, all this, all this. And I just kept like, what am I trying to say? Like basically, um, not respecting my own body's feelings, you know, like being mad at myself for, for having these feelings, these unexplainable feelings. When then I started to list out, I don't remember if I listed out verbally on the phone with her just in my head, but let me give you a little background to why I now know I was feeling that way. Again, not that there has to be a reason and there doesn't have to be, but this does help me, um, you know, understand a little bit more and I'll be able to maybe better prepare for, for the next time. Um, it was my mom's birthday a few days before this anxiety. Um, and she's been dead for nine years. So, um, that always brings a little bit of, even if you don't remember that it's like someone's dead day or birthday that's passed away, like I feel like it's kind of always in the air. Like, I don't know, your body just knows it. Um, and typically I do pretty well around her birthdays and her dead day, but I did this weekend have a question about my mattress and picked up the phone and like literally typed in mom to call her. Like it was this weird out of body experience that I had. So I think that might've had something to do with it. Um, that I was just like obviously missing her or needing her. Um, so that was kind of sad, you know? Um, also, time flies because it's also been a year since my sexual assault happened. And although I didn't realize that day, you know, two weeks ago, what the anniversary was, I didn't recall feeling any, you know, feeling like, oh, this is the one year anniversary of my sexual assault. I still, like I said, I think your body just kind of knows it. Um, And lately I've been putting myself to the test of like, not being like sexually active, um, you know, with a part with someone that's like not going to be like really my partner. So I think there's just like kind of a lot kind of going around that 
sex um, feeling and like feeling like I'm in charge of my body. Like it's been a year. Um, I'm feeling really good about that though. So it's just still like an exhausted emotional feeling. Can you tell when I was like, there's no reason, there's no reason. And now I'm listing a million reasons. Obviously there was. I <laughs> It's funny to think about now. Going back to avoidance, dear God. Back in January, my friends got me shooting lessons um, because like gun lessons. Um, this was around the time where I was living in the other apartment and the first floor apartments got broken into like surrounding my apartment. I obviously had a huge panic attack. Da, da, da. I live alone. I want to have a gun to protect myself. So I mentioned that I wanted to take shooting lessons because I obviously want to be very comfortable with a gun, like no questions asked. Like if I need to protect myself, I'm not going to hesitate. Um, and obviously um, I avoided making that appointment because I've had this gift card and I, since January, it's August. So I finally made my appointment. I went to the shooting range and it was an extremely overwhelming feeling like therapeutic in a way for sure. Um, but I cried the whole time I was shooting. Um, my instructor was absolutely lovely and he, you know, at first he's like, Oh, like tell me about your experience with guns. And I said, you know, I have shot one. Uh, I did go to a range maybe 12 ish years ago at this point. Um, but since then, uh, my experience is being involved in a mass shooting and my experience is being mugged at gunpoint. And so my experience is not great. You know what I mean? And that's why I'm here, because I want to have an understanding with guns. I want to feel comfortable around guns and I need to confront my fear. So he was just absolutely lovely. He ended up taking me to like the VIP shooting lounge area um, because the other place was just so loud and so many people were in there shooting and um, it was so emotional. I cried the whole time, like tears were rolling, like not sobbing uncontrollably psychopathic attitude. Well, could be, but um, I was absolutely like tears rolling down my cheeks the whole time. Like, but I felt like it was a mix of having anxiety and um, feeling powerful. So that was that. Um, so as you can see, there's some fucking shit that has been going on behind the scenes in my life that I didn't even really know was part of the issue. So, and as I talked about earlier, I'm dealing with my avoidance. So I also think that has something to do with it is because I'm trying to be a little bit more in touch and tune with my body and my feelings. And, um, you know, I used to be really bad. Like when I would do something, when I would try something and I wasn't good at it, like let's say podcasting, playing volleyball, going to college, I would quit. I would very easily quit if I was not good at something. Um, if I'm in an argument with a friend and like, we're just like not understanding each other's things, like I'll just kind of quit, you know, like I'll just be like, okay, like that's fine. I'll forgive and let's go on. Like, and I won't really get like my feelings totally resolved in the situation. So I'm, I'm confronting and um, trying to deal with these things. And as always, just a consistent work in progress, you know? And I think it's a little bit of like the imposter syndrome. Um, also dealing with like forgiveness, forgiveness of my own self, you know, for being in a situation where I was able to be assaulted. Why was I in that situation? Why did I go back to somebody's house on the first date? Like, I'm not trying to say I'm blaming myself, but I'm working through, I'm working through not blaming myself. Um, um, and even in, you know, situations that have happened since then, like just really trying to be proactive and smart and strategic about my life and about the people I surround myself with. 
And um, so, yeah, anyway, that's, I don't know if I, that was, I don't know if that made any sense. I kind of just had a little therapy session on my own. Oh, what else I wanted to talk about was, so when I was on the phone with my sister and I was like, I was like starting to cry and I was like, I just can't get this elephant off my chest. I cannot breathe. I cannot breathe. You know, she's like, you know, do the five facts thing, which I've heard of and I've uh, done before, but I don't make it a constant practice. I want to try and do that more because it was pretty settling. Like you basically, you just name um, things that are for sure. Like, you know, in that moment I was looking at my TV and I was like, the TV is on. My plant is green. I am in my apartment. I am wearing socks. Like those things will take your, you know, mind off of hopefully what's causing the the problem um, and bring you back to like reality a little bit. I chose to like go on a walk. Like I had already showered and was like comfortable, you know, and I was like, I got to go on a walk. I got to get fresh air. So that was really nice. That helped. Um, I put some Dixie chicks on and I just like honestly was belting that out as I was walking. Probably looked like a weirdo, but that's okay. Worst things have happened. Um, Then I got home and I, I journaled a little bit. I didn't journal a whole lot because when I journal sometimes like I think I black out a little bit and I don't even remember what I write um, because I'll go back, you know, a few days later to like reread or like kind of better understand what I was thinking and help myself process. And I don't remember writing some of the things I did. So I wanted to like get everything out on one page that I was thinking, but I didn't want to like go into too much detail, which I know I'm going to need to. Um, My therapist will be telling me I need to do that. But yeah, I had some hot tea, took a hot shower, and it ended up being better. And I woke up the next day feeling I slept really, really well um, and just woke up the next day feeling pretty good. So it's it's just kind of frustrating, like how how detrimental it feels in the moment, but then it like quickly passes. So I don't know, just a reminder that it's just a fleeting fucking moment, I guess, is the reminder. What else did I want to say? What else did I want to say? Oh, I wanted to say that I recently did an interview with the Digital Journal. It's an online media platform, um, which was so exciting. It was hard to do. It was hard to write, you know, like questions. It was hard to write answers. It was hard to talk about myself, which is so fucking weird. I talk about, I'm literally, I love attention. Here I am talking to you, solo podcast, blah, blah, blah. Like, I know that, but. I don't know, to speak about yourself in like a complimentary way, it was hard. So it took me a while. It sat in my inbox for a little bit and I was totally avoiding, 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 avoiding. But I finally did it. I completed it. I turned it in and it's really cool. Um, Just my first little media feature. So I'll put it on my Instagram story, like highlight or something. I'll figure out how to make or maybe link it in there. Um, But I would love if you checked that out. Just talking about like why I started the pod and like, how technology plays a part, which I fucking hate technology. Like I'm freaking out still thinking that this entire interview is not recording, but we are going to learn today. So that's that. So go check out the digitaljournal.com. Again, I'll post the link in my stories. Also, of course, the merch is up at adultishwines.com. Um, I would love it if you would leave a review. That would make me so horny, whether it's on iMovie, whether it's on Apple, Spotify, Google. You can leave a star or you can leave words. You can write me a song if you want. Oh, my God. Cringe. Has anyone ever if someone like wrote me a song or a rap or played the guitar for me? I just I don't know what I would do about that. Whoa, I went real segue there, but 
That just brought me to like an ick moment on Love Island. My one of the week is shady people. Period. End of story. If you are doing something with bad intentions, you're going back on your word, you're whether that's cheating, lying, stealing, whether that's money related or anything like that, like you're fucking shady and I don't want to know you. That's it. Like be a good human. What is wrong with you? Shady people. Also people who lack social awareness. Like in large social situations or small situations. I don't know. I just can't be. I just can't be bothered. Like, are you mugging me off? I think I have. Um, I think I'm such a catch, by the way. <laughs> and such a good friend and such a good fan. Like, I just I do so much to make sure that I am this way. And I obviously like love and respect when I get that same feeling back from people. But I think I must have like mug me off, like fuck me over. I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to confront you written on my sweatshirt, my fucking forehead somewhere, because that's how I feel some people treat me, whether it's dating or friends or like coworkers even in the past. So um, it's changing. The game's changing. I'm in a not avoidance or a non avoidance um, era. I will not avoid the confrontation. Like, I'm not going to start being confrontational, but if you put me in a position, I will speak up for myself. Like, I am very nice, nice to a fault. Probably not anymore. Like, I'm so tired of being fucked over emotionally, mentally, physically, my body. Like, watch out. With all that said, that's episode 51. We are not avoiding confrontation. We are all, it's all love. You know, it's not war, but like if you start the war, I'm going to fight back. So love you whiners. Um, of course, follow me on Insta, adultish wines or page underscore crutcher. And I'll see you next week. Love you. Bye.